Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling refreshed. It's a new year. It's a new you. You're refreshed. <laughs> I think it's the same me. <laughs> it's a new year, but same me, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> And we are recording this on Monday afternoon, January 2nd, 2023. And yeah. uh, most of week 17 is in the books. Uh, we do have one more game to go, of course. The Monday night game one. in Cincinnati. Buffalo in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's uh, it could end up being for the one seed, although Kansas City won yesterday. So it's, it's a battle between two of the top AFC teams for sure. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. we're going to talk in depth about that tonight. We're also going to have a guest on in a little bit, a guy named Ryan Popola. He works for uh, the WWE. He's a he's a, a real uh, entertainer. He's a host. You, he yeah, is. he's a host on for WWE. He is, and he's an entertainer. Uh, so he's on camera, and uh, you'll you'll get to see some of this uh, some of this. <laughs> this fun, this entertainment that we're talking about uh, later, because he is in the finals. Funtainment, yeah. Funtainment. Yeah. He is in the finals in our Tyler Perry Longtime Keeper League, and he has had an extensive history of, uh, I guess you could say bad losses, uh, pretty deep in the playoffs, and he's never won a title. Yeah. He's been been unlucky. Uh, He's had one of the best teams in our league, like, the last three years. He's definitely had a championship-quality team the last three years, uh, this year he was he was definitely the best team in our league. He had the most points scored, best record, won his division. Um, you really feel like it's his time, but he's sitting here looking at what forty one and a half points. He's down. Yeah, well, we or don't something like that. We don't do math uh, on this show, um, oh, but yeah. that's kind of a rule. But uh, uh, yeah, it's about forty points. Yeah, so it's one thirty point nine to eighty nine. I will break out a calculator for this uh, important uh, math. Um, But it's it's coming down to tonight, to Monday night. Popola's got... He has Burrow. Yep. And Diggs. And Diggs. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a full point PPR league, uh, six point passing touchdown league. So he needs 41.3 points out of these guys. I think he has it. Um, because I think tonight is going to get a little wild. I think Burrow throws at least two, uh, two to three touchdowns. Uh, he has been scoring over 30 lately, three out of his four, uh, three out of the past four games, he scored over 30. Um, and I think that's what he'll need to do tonight. And Stefan Diggs is going to need 20. Um, you know, and he has not done that at all in the past three weeks, but I think he's due because he's done it, um, I think that's eight out of 15 games so far this season, uh, which is more than half. So he is way due, I think, to put up over 20 points tonight uh, in a full-point PPR. 
and the the weather looks good. The weather looks good. However, it's actually warm. It's it's warmer in Cincinnati than Los Angeles by like almost ten degrees. We're really gonna make uh, make him sweat it out during this call. Um, and and he has been sweating it out uh, big time. He doesn't enjoy this. He changed his team name yesterday to Not Fun. And he's uh, he's texting us uh, how much this is torturing him. Um, I asked you if you thought it yes. would be a good idea if we could get him on today. And you were like, he's probably in a cave somewhere. Uh, so we are happy to report that he is coming on to uh, discuss this very tense moment in his life. Um, you know, <laughs> top five, top five problems. Yeah, yeah, I talked to him on the phone uh, last week. And he was already like in shambles then. He was already trying to calculate how his team was going to lose. Yeah. Um, last yesterday, he texted me, said he's going to put his phone down and watch Jingle all the way, and and not pay attention to the game because he was uh, playing against Mark Andrews last night, who ended up having a really good game. Um. So that that made things more interesting. <laughs> it it did. Yeah, Andrews uh, had a good game. Put up. Um... Nine for a hundred. Yeah, he went. Yeah. He went for a hundred yards. Um, but this we're talking about this guy Ryan Popola, who is a Cleveland Browns fan by choice, and he's by choice. He's, he's not from Cleveland. Born and raised in New in England. Yeah, <laughs> and and New England has a team. They, you know what, a team that that was very successful for a lot of years while time. he was while he was living in one New of, England. One of the most, probably one of the most successful franchises of all sports ever. And that's yeah. man. You could argue they had two dynasties during the time where he was rooting for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so yeah. I, this is the mentality of this guy uh, going into tonight, you know. So I really want to. He likes pain. He likes yeah, pain. we really want to tease him uh, and not not let him off the hook uh, if he does end up winning this, which I think he's going to. But I'm definitely yeah, going to tease does. the shit out of him later. I feel like he's earned it. I, I feel like. Every time you play fantasy, it's, well, in redraft leagues, it's hard to even say if somebody's earned it. But especially in like keeper and dynasty leagues, you know, I've never seen someone who earned a championship more than Popola if he wins it this year. Because it's, he, it's he kind built, of a cute. He built the best award. team. Yeah, yeah, he built the best team. He's had a really good team <laughs> for many, many years. He was what in the finals last year. Yeah, I beat him last year in the finals. Yeah, I believe. did I beat yeah. him the year before that? He's been in the finals, I want to say, two or three times over the past uh, 15 years. This league has been, year, going, yeah. been going for like 15 years. Um, but he has had the best regular season record for probably about a decade. If you were to yeah. uh, at average or uh, you know add all those up, he's probably had the best regular season record in the whole league. So he's always competitive, but I feel like he's always gotten over these hurdles. Like one hurdle, hurdle in this longtime keeper league that he got over was sort of drafting guys who are going to help him like make the playoffs. You know, not help him yeah. win you know dra drafting yeah. like possession receivers uh at, like a team full of jacoby myers types you know that's not going to get it done in fantasy football you need no. guys with, with no more and, upside and so he finally learned that he, yeah yeah he uh he did lose in the finals two years in a row i just looked it up i beat him in the finals the year before <laughs> wow two years I mean, if he loses three, he's the Bills then. If he loses three years in a row, right? Oh man, yeah, yeah, that would, yeah. I think they did it four times, but 
Yeah. Well, so. he's he's probably well on his way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be fitting with the Bills playing tonight. Um, well, I also, oh, uh, I would love to go through some, uh, some playoff matchups because we are sure. um, a week away from the wildcard weekend in the NFL, which is definitely one of the best weekends of the year for football, that and divisional sure. round, um, weekends. Yeah. And some of these matchups seem like they're, uh, they've taken shape. I'm not so sure that, uh, some of them can be even really impacted at this point. So. Yeah, we can kind of go through and look at that, and and I think that might be might be fun. The problem is week eighteen, right? There's no fantasy football. Uh, gambling is yeah. is rough because there's only a few teams. People that are sitting. Are... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and as we learned last week, um, you know, it's probably best to wait unless you're trying to jump on like what happened last week to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, where they, you know, they announced uh, Dobbs was starting and Henry wasn't playing, like all that stuff broke like Wednesday. Like some people got bets in thinking that Tennessee was going to kind of tank that game, which kind of happened. Um, but yeah, unless you're trying to do that, it's probably best to wait because there are things that are going to happen. And honestly, there's only like five teams actually playing for something in week 18. Most teams don't have anything to play for. Yeah. Do we, do you think we should go over guys we're excited about next year and guys sure. maybe that 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 were elite and may, maybe aren't elite anymore? Sure. Yeah. I would yeah, love that. Kind of kind of seeing, you know, who's up, who's down after this fantasy year. Yeah, I would love to do that as well. <laughs> um, you love it. You love everything. <laughs> I love it all. I love it all. Yeah. Um, all right. So, well, what do you want to do first? You want to do this uh, this uh, playoff outlook first? Sure, sure. Let's okay. do it. Okay. I'm well, glad we're I'm glad we're discussing this on air. Hashing this. You out know, right most here. podcasts. You know, you know, most <laughs> podcasts probably have like a meeting before their podcast. Like, Not let's us. go over this. Let's go over that. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah. Let's go over this. We just do it on air. <laughs> we're so professional that we don't need that. It's 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 actually a whole new perspective. It's like you're getting the behind the scenes. <laughs> during yeah. during the episode <laughs> right uh well hopefully the new england patriots do not make the playoffs in the afc they are currently slated as the number seven team uh the number seven seed who would currently go to buffalo but again a lot to be decided uh tonight with that monday night matchup the ones that seem like they're probably locked in to me seems like the chargers going to jacksonville is going to happen because i don't see any way uh, Tennessee wins that game versus Jacksonville in Jacksonville next Saturday night. It's going to be uh, a tough one. Yeah, the NFL moved the game to Saturday night to primetime and to 8.15 Eastern. Um, I can't wait for that game. It's in Jacksonville. Uh, the Jags been playing great. This seems like yeah. a, a matchup that really favors the um, Jaguars because – uh, Trevor Lawrence has been playing amazing, and those receivers. Know he didn't how to have get a great. Open. He didn't have a great week this week. No, but they won pretty pretty easily, and they didn't oh, lose yeah. the game at all. You know, so they didn't sure. really. You know, he. I think they were only halfway like there after uh, a certain point, and yeah, um, I think some of them came out of the game as well. Sure. I know uh, Joe Michael Hasty got some run. So, uh, but uh, also, I I think Josh Dobbs looks pretty good. So I would be careful yeah. with with like no, a huge he, he bet. Looked... Yeah. He looked serviceable in that game. He had some nice throws. I mean, honestly, 
that game could have been a lot different had some of his wide receivers made catches. I mean, there was times where I just saw him throw it right into the breadbasket and it just bounced right off their chest. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. As someone who had Dallas minus nine and a half, I uh, was watching that very closely and I agree with yeah. you. And uh, yeah. I thought I thought the Cowboys got lucky to, uh, to cover a big number. Uh, I think they covered 14, 13 or 14. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but um, uh, Dobbs might be fun for a player prop this week, I have to say. And I think the over is probably a good bet, too, for uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Because I don't know that anyone's going to, or too many people will be expecting Tennessee to put up some points. But like we're saying, um, they left points on the field last week. And Dobbs sure. is going to have... With no Henry. More, with no Henry. Right, with no Henry. And you Dobbs know, have will have Henry more this prep. Week. Yeah. Dobbs made some pro throws out there. He actually did. He, he looked pretty good. We know the coaching is yeah. good. This could be a really close game. Um, actually, yeah, I think the number is, is kind of really crazy. I think it was at minus six and a half for Tennessee, which I think is a little bit crazy. I would go over in Tennessee if you want to tease that. But anyway. Oh, it's easy. But, uh, but assuming the Jags win, they're going They're going to uh, host a playoff game, Adam, and it looks like it's going to be the Chargers uh, or the Ravens but um, or Cincinnati, I suppose, but more than likely I think it's going to be the Chargers, which would be a, a yeah. really fun rematch and uh, a game versus with, uh, with two up-and-coming quarterbacks who are really exciting to watch. Chargers have been playing some good football. They're 10-6. Uh, they are – I think they're locked into that – to that five seed at this point possibly yeah. no i mean i think not 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 quite i think they're i think they're a team to watch out for in the playoffs too yeah um i, well, I think i think they win that game probably in jacksonville yeah yeah and i think they're i mean anytime you have a quarterback that that's that's that good and you know williams mike williams looks like he's back to full health he look he had some crazy good catches in that game um i just think you know in the playoffs you got to be able to score points and i think that team can score some points and I, I think that they could be a hard out there for some teams and i think some teams you know playing them maybe in the second round it might be might be tough i think it's not going right. to just be a walk in the I, it's not going to be a walk in the park and it, you know i think you get into a shootout with them they can hold their own you know yeah, no, I think you're right, and I think it, they're dangerous um, right yeah. now because they are gonna likely all they have to do is win next week, and they're gonna get that five seed, and or or Baltimore has to lose, and they get that five seed, yeah. um, and then they go to the the winner of the AFC South's you know uh, home place for home field for their uh, first round matchup, which if it's Tennessee or Jacksonville, I think Los Angeles wins. And then if it goes as expected, the rest of the bracket, that would send the Chargers to the number one seeds home, which if the season ended today would be Kansas City. And uh, I have to say that would be a pretty scary thing for Kansas City to see the Chargers coming into Arrowhead. I agree. I agree. I agree. Divisional weekend, uh, yeah. I think, I think the Chiefs still take that game. But I think that's a that's going to be a fun game. I think it'll be a shootout. They beat them twice already this year. Now I usually hate yeah. seeing uh, divisional rematches in the playoffs. 
Um, but when it's in the divisional round and these two teams are really good, I'm okay with it. I kind I kind of annoyed that we're we're staring down the barrel of uh, Baltimore at Cincinnati two weeks in a row and possibly um, Buffalo and New England again two weeks in a row, which would be really uh, disturbing. Um, but disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's like Tim. Why, why why are you watching the game like that? I'm disturbed. <laughs> so uh yeah i really i think this is going to be a an amazing final four in the afc the way i got it it's uh it's the chargers and chiefs are likely going to play in the divisional round and cincinnati and buffalo again uh in in the divisional round there or some combination of uh of those four teams are going to be playing each other i think in the second round and uh man i think i think that's going to be fun who, who do you like out of those teams it's so hard because I think, you know, at the beginning of the year, I obviously was going bills and I still, or, or bangles, bills and bangles. I think, you know, um, but you know, I'm going to go with my gut and I, I'm going to say, I think the bangles are, are going to, I think the bangles are going to do it. I think this year they started almost exactly like last year, real slow, didn't look great. Couldn't really get going. And then they kind of got, then they got going. Chase was out for a while. And now he's back and he's getting back to full health. That that whole team has the confidence of being there last year, knowing that they can beat the Chiefs. They knowing they can beat these teams. Uh, and I think the X factor is Burrow. Yeah. He's just a winner. He's just a winner. And, and I, I just think with his confidence, and and the way he's been playing, and I've seen Josh Allen and even Mahomes uh the last a year or so uh really, you know, buckle under the pressure a little bit and, yeah. and you know, throw some interceptions and you know, in big games, in big games, you know, and I think when push comes to shove, you know. I think the Chiefs would probably be my two, just because of Mahomes. I just need to see Josh Allen take over in a big game and win it and not throw some picks and not, you know, I don't see he's not, I mean, he's won some big games, but I, I just would like to see him in a close, close big playoff game and he, him be the star, you know, and do it all. And, and then maybe I could see him beating Burrow. But until then, I would say I would have the Bills at three. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, at this point, I'd still take over Josh Allen. I think so. Well, Bills are plus 400 to win the Super Bowl. Kansas City plus 500. Cincinnati plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. And uh, would you agree that the winner of the See, A's... I take that bet. I take right. that bet right there. See, I think that's pretty good because I kind of feel like the winner of the AFC wins the Super Bowl um, because you're talking Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, and the NFC. I'd be willing to take that bet. If I'm looking that far ahead, I'd be willing to look at that bet. And I kind of agree. The Bengals have, man, Joe Burrow, he does have something special, uh, some, some like, yeah. Winnerism that is like it's the X factor. It's the X it factor. is. It's the X factor. It's the thing that you can't yeah. describe. Um, okay. So I th- I think that's a good bet. I also think yeah. the Chargers are a pretty good bet because as we were saying, can Josh Allen do that twice in a row? Um, beat 
two quarterbacks that are like about as good as him or close yeah. to it um, in the divisional round and then the AFC championship round, whether they're hosting the second game or not. Um, can Allen do it not once, but twice? Uh, so some, whoever, whatever team comes out has to do it twice versus yeah. those, those kind of, uh, that kind of competition. Um, so I think whoever comes out of that conference likely wins the Super Bowl. So if I'm making a bet that far ahead, I'm probably looking at a Super Bowl bet. Chargers a plus 2,200. What do you think about that? Sure. I mean, for a few bucks just to see what happens, right? Yeah, I think that would be a, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would think that would be fun. I just don't see them winning the Super Bowl no, or even either, getting but, to the Super Bowl. But, but I think possible. they they put up a fight whoever they play. Yeah. It's possible. Anything's possible. As yeah. long as you're in. As long as you're in, baby. And what I was saying earlier was the the Dolphins. I mean, it, I think they would have been a really fun team. It's really a shame they fell apart. Yeah, it really is. Um, I agree with you. I was looking forward to watching them in the playoffs, and now it's not looking like it's going to be as fun without uh, maybe not Tua, maybe not even Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I love that team, though, and what they put together in one year under Mike McDaniel and um, bringing in Tyreek Hill. I think it's one of the most exciting teams to watch. And uh, I really like Tua. Even before his concussion, I was saying to my dad on – on Christmas Day, I was saying, this guy is so accurate. He is dialed in right now. And uh, and then, you know, I didn't notice the concussion or or the yeah. moment where things changed. But it was weird because, uh, you know, I, my dad was cooking and I went back in and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Tua just threw a terrible interception after I was in there five minutes earlier saying how accurate he was. <laughs> and, uh, and how, he threw like, a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, he did. He threw three in the fourth quarter. He's like, I'll so, show yeah. Tim. I'll show Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I do think yeah. unfortunately that concussion might have. Um, and they weren't. Part. And most of them weren't. They weren't close. They weren't. They no, weren't even close. That was the problem. And and when he's that's so accurate, I mean, that's scary. You... Like, like he's so accurate. You know, like uh, I mean, I think yeah. defenses are starting to get a little wise to what they've been doing schematically with the Dolphins in getting Waddle and Hill open over the middle of the field. And I think uh, San Francisco really taught the league a lot with uh, how they defended yeah. the, the Dolphins. So it's going to take some adjustment no matter what, but it's really hard to get momentum when Tua keeps getting knocked out of the game, you know, yeah. missing games. Yeah, that's, and, I mean, that's scary. And, that's scary. At this point, you got to be worried yeah. for his future. And if, if he's if he's even the long term answer there, see, um, I think at this point you ha- if you're the Dolphins management, you have to look at at bringing in somebody else because now he now you just you have to say he you know he can't stay on the field like they brought in Bridgewater because they thought maybe this was the the truth about Tua was that he wasn't going to be able to stay healthy and uh, keep playing you know play sixteen seventeen games. Um, Bridgewater, you know, they paid him a good contract. Bridgewater is one of known as one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league, and now he's he hurt. can't stay healthy. Yeah, he can't stay healthy. Yeah, so I think instead of two accurate quarterbacks who can run the system that they want with the incredible weaponry around him, um, you know, maybe maybe someone a little bit better is the answer there. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I I really like Tua, and I think the system was like built for him, you know, and perfect for sure. him. But sure. he, um, 
the something about the way he keeps getting pushed over and his head keeps hitting the turf. That's not those are that, someone pointed this out and I don't remember who it was where I saw this, but those aren't normal. Um, the normal type of concussions that you'd see where it's like, you know, a hit to the head. He hit. He got those hits when he got pushed over. Yeah. Those concussions. Two. Two of those concussions came. Yeah. You know, he hit his head yeah. against the turf. It's just. Um, he's got to do something different with the way he falls, or he just has to not play. Honestly, and I feel yeah, bad saying you that. You can't but, keep doing that. Can't keep yeah. doing that to your head. Um, yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. But you know, I, yeah. I think I think uh, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, look at. There's so many teams uh, where they're just a quarterback away. I think the Dolphins, I think the Jets, I think, you know, there's a handful of teams, you know, and they just can never get get it right. Yeah, and um, we'll see what happens. I feel like there'll be some shakeup. Uh, I think Tom Brady looks like he might play again in 2023, which I can't – I mean, I'm here for it, whatever, especially if he goes somewhere else. I think it would be exciting. Dolphins, Raiders – um Niners potentially I hope not with the Niners but um I could see the Dolphins they were already trying to get them last off or two two off seasons ago um the Niners are a team that could potentially win the Super Bowl now I was thinking this too but I was watching Brock Purdy uh the other day in that Raiders game game he's pretty good the problem is i I think yeah i think when he needs to throw the ball downfield every time he did that during that game it was like "Ah!" he's just just a little boy just a little boy (laughs) some of them landed in in the niners hands some of them i think at least one of them landed in the raiders hands though yeah and and more than one where it was kind of broken up and it looked like it was headed for interception land but, well, they're saying Garoppolo could come back for the playoffs. Right. I mean, honestly, there's not much difference uh, between those two. Well, like, Garoppolo's a better. He's he's got more experience, but like for the sake of like uh, the 49ers Super Bowl projections, I don't really yeah. think it changes much. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe. A little I mean, bit. obviously, the Eagles are a team that I think could win the Super Bowl. I mean, if 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 Dak could stop throwing interceptions, I'd say the Cowboys, especially if the Cowboys get a little bit more healthy on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a dynamic defense, and that makes a difference, especially as a team that can score the ball a lot too. Yeah, but but Dak can't stop throwing interceptions. <laughs> um, I do think the Cowboys are have, have a pretty good chance though, because I'm not really sure where I'm at with the Eagles if we don't have a healthy Jalen Hurts. And uh, I think he'll and- be healthy by that by playoffs i mean it seems as though they're just you know protecting him but but then you kind of worry about how how rusty he'll be well he's um apparently preparing to play this week as he did last week but um i think they're saying he's really gonna for week 18 yeah play week 18 versus the giants because they need this for the one seed and i need this for 250 dollars and uh (laughs) Adam Ryan Papola is waiting. Uh, let me let him in, and we will uh, we will talk about this Monday night game. Okay. Welcome to <laughs> that stupid fantasy football show, Ryan Papola. What's going on today? Hello, gentlemen. How are you? What's up, Papola? <laughs> this is so fun. What a blast! Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, we we spoke a little bit about you and uh, and you know your history in the league before uh, before getting you on here. So um, we just want to know how you're feeling, and we want to be here for support, and we want to talk about the Monday night game. What pals? Also, so fun because it's you two are the reasons I have yet to win the league. We discussed yeah. this. Yeah, we yeah. discussed this. <laughs> um, yeah, we made yeah, it clear yeah. that you've lost in the finals two years in a row to each of us. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting thing, and I don't want to get on too much of a soapbox, but I've been thinking about it a lot today because who knows what happens, right? But uh, and I know you guys talk about the league all the time, and I haven't talked about this with either of you in this much detail. Although I'll be quick, like. It's a weird psychological thing for me with this because I've been in the league for more than half my life. I met all of you when I was a teenager. I have put a lot of emphasis over more than half my life in proving to these people that I am good at this thing. Uh, <laughs> and I think and we don't play for money. No. Like, like, you know, it's like, Really, most of the league isn't even paying attention to what happens tonight. Oh, I don't, it's really only four or five of you that will mildly even be aware that this happens. But for me, it's very, very important that I do this tonight. I think it's going to be me, Rob, Tim, Charlie, Charlie Kenny, obviously, Popola, you, and Max, and, Max. and technically Kirshner. But there's like, you know, barely half of the league. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, Elliot's Elliot's not paying attention. And then and then who knows what Keith Black's doing. He's not he, he doesn't like I think he'll be like, hey Ryan, good job if I win, but yeah. he doesn't care. Uh mm. like so it's a it's an it's a real because like you know, Tim, because I mean you you and me were in the league a few years. I mean, sorry, you came in, I think like year two or three after I came yeah. in. Only so it's like, I mean, literally, like. I, you guys were like the cool 30, you know, late 20s guys from L.A. And I was in high school. It's like to me, I was like, I want these guys to know I'm good at this. Like, you know, now, though, we've been friends for a decade and a half. Like, I'm a I'm a grown man. I have a pretty, like, good job. And like, but all I care about tonight is this meaningless, stupid fantasy game that I don't think I'm going to win. And I just uh, like this, uh, the psychological uh, element, like dynamics of it are fascinating to me when I really take a step back. Like I've told my girlfriend, she has to go home tonight. Like, I I have to be by myself. <laughs> See, I told, I told, I told Tim, I said, I, I bet he's like, you think we can get Popo on for the show? I was like, I think he might be in a cave somewhere. <laughs> like, well, here's the other thing, just on a strictly pragmatic level. It's like, if I don't win tonight, the league is getting stingier and stingier. I traded all my picks to Tim. Tim's guaranteed to win next year. Oh, he yeah. has like, he has seven first rounders. <laughs> even, but, and I don't even know if I can recoup all my picks because people, uh, Tim and I talk about this every offseason. Adam, you and I a little bit too. But like, everyone's like, oh, I can't give up my seventh round pick. Oh, like, <laughs> here's a top five QB, but oh, I need my seventh round pick. Like, so it's like, I really, I went all in. Popola's, uh, Popola's already ready to lose. He's, oh, already, yeah. no, I mean, he's already ready to be awful next year. Win or lose, there's a text going to the group thread tonight saying Derrick Henry's on the table. Like, you know, it's like, uh, oh, man. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, sorry, I'll let you guys talk. But like I, my big, how am I feeling to answer the question? I'm feeling that this is all ridiculously stupid. Yet I care about it more than anything in my life for the next 12 hours. Oh, like, man. 
Yeah, oh, this game's lit- going to be crazy. This it's going to live be forever. So crazy. <laughs> win or lose, it's going to live in infamy, Popola. Know that. <laughs> well, here's the thing, because at this point, if I go 0 for 3 in these things, I'm just never going to win one. Like, I, there is an argument that I'm cursed. There's a we, legitimate <laughs> argument that we I'm said, cursed. We said if you lose this year, you're becoming the Bills. And oh, that, I think like, I'm worse. Like, you'll, like make, I, you'll make the finals next year, and you'll just know you won't win. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's, it's really – and, like, yesterday's game – sorry, I, I'll let you ask me, but yesterday's game was so frustrating. Uh, go ahead, sorry. I'm sorry. I Which games? <laughs> Which, oh, the, no, my, the Vikings versus, game? Go, yeah, me versus Kirshner, but specifically, I would, I would, I would give – Kirk Cousins a swift uh, crescent kick to the groin. If I yeah, saw him I would, right now, I but... see that's the thing. It's like I never want to count on him. That would not be a quarterback. I would. But the ultimate on. irony, Tim, is mm-hmm. I made I that did. deal for you. And Chris Chris Godwin was a godsend, uh, hence his name, Godwin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Uh, if I played Deshaun Watson yesterday, I'd almost definitely be winning the title tonight. There was no well, scenario where I played Deshaun Watson. Sure, it's not, you could. It's nothing you I'll actively. Re- no, it's nothing I'll actively regret. But also, as a Browns fan, there's just double, I guess, double kick you when you're downness to that. Like not, so, yeah. Uh, but go it's ahead. It's not so, like sitting. It's not like sitting Josh Jacobs in the finals. The I don't know what three, that dude was. Th- the yeah, number three r- running back. The number three running back. Yeah, this should in be the over. whole league. In the whole league. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he was thinking. Like, what a gift. Like, the game should be over. Leo, let's talk about this decision real quick before we uh, dive into the, the tonight's game. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he benched Josh Jacobs, the number three overall scoring running back in our league, uh, full point PPR scoring. He benched him for Ramondre Stevenson, Travis Etienne, um, DK Metcalf, and Christian Watson. He could have replaced any one of those players with – Josh Jacobs and I would argue he probably should have replaced uh Everybody Jacobs with ETN. every single yeah. one probably even yeah. ETN I probably would have ranked him above but I would have started them both but yeah I was really shocked when I saw that I don't yeah. know what he, and he had Jacobs in until I think until yesterday like I was checking this lineup every day Josh Jacobs was in the flex every day until close to game he over time. he overthink it which is usually my move in these championship games. But like, like I just don't I like I just don't know a scenario <laughs> where I look at literally outside of his quarterbacks, the best player he's had, yeah. and say, I'm gonna sit this guy in the he championships. Was, he was I think this is a valuable lesson. He was really harping on matchups all week. Which don't get me wrong, as you guys talk about every week, matchups are important, but like ultimately it does just come back to start Josh Jacobs. I don't care who he's playing. Like he was so terrified of the 49ers D, but like, I, I, like you know, I, I was terrified of the Washington D, but I was never not going to play Nick Chubb yesterday. Like, you know, sure. like, yeah, I just don't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. when I saw he wasn't in because I saw that Josh Jacobs had a touchdown later on in the game. And I yeah. was like, Oh fuck. I felt bad for Popola. Yeah. yeah. And then I look, and I'm like, Josh Jacobs isn't in? Is this yeah. a mistake? I'm like. <laughs> and then the is... other weird thing is Christian Watson was questionable all week. Like, like I mean, there that was, was no an easy to... one. Yeah. Like, and the Vikings defense is middle of the road. But like, I mean, there was they're, no reason They're pretty to poor. They're pretty yeah. poor against wide receivers. But still, that's yeah. just, just not a move you make. So yeah, we asked so him. The... We asked him about it in the text thread. And he said, I thought that game would be a blowout. Um, I get, he's talking about the Raiders. He said backup QB against the best defense in the league game script would be terrible. And the Raiders weren't really playing for anything. 
and uh, <laughs> um, so and so we were talking before we recorded. He was trying to you know benching your best player because of what you think the game script is going to be in not one but two games right. is like the height of insanity. I would say that's that's about as crazy as you can get of a fantasy football decision. I've never yeah. seen somebody. It, that's like that uh, kicker in that uh, the game, the college football game, just choked. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the there's Ohio a level. It's like I think there's a level of at this point, literally at this point, being you want to be tactical, but I think he was just being far too tactical. He is he had hypotheticals on hypotheticals, but he's still probably going to beat me. So what does it matter? <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's talk about let's let's yeah, talk let's about talk tonight's about game. Tonight. Yeah, Buffalo let's talk about it. In Cincinnati, you need about forty three points. Forty one point two. Forty one point two. Forty one point two points, Kamish. Yeah. Okay, oh, so that's what God. you need uh, from Diggs and Burrow in a full point PPR and a three or a uh, six point passing touchdown league. Plus, there's a nice little bonus when you get to three hundred passing yards you get a, an extra point you get two extra points when you hit 400 that would be three if burrow were to hit 400 <laughs> passing yards tonight and i think if burrow hits 400 passing yards popola wins i mean one tell would, me why that's not on the table one, I don't know. one would hope <laughs> burrow would throw for 400 no touchdowns uh like uh <laughs> on a 10.400 yard game oh uh, my god oh my god um yeah i mean listen like so all things being rational, if I wasn't me and I was looking at this, yes, I would think I have a decent chance to win. But, Tim, what I texted you this morning, I think does hold true, that, like, if Joe Burrow scores 25 today and Stefan Diggs scores 15, those are very good games from both of them. That will not get the job done. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like... like oh, yeah. I, I made and, this point, too. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, but you're, you're saying those are very good games for both of them, and you're actually factually incorrect. Those are below average games for both of them. Right. Those are good games, generally speaking, for a fantasy for football player. Yeah, okay, yeah but, like I like yeah. yeah, Burrow has not scored less than twenty since sometime in like week eight, something like that. Um, <laughs> but like it's I've looked I've looked at all of this. Yes, uh, like Diggs has not played great for the last month. Um, and if it's a shootout, you'd think he gets in the end zone or close to it, or at least has a you know a nice game yardage wise. But yeah, um, I think I don't even want to say this out loud, but like <laughs> I think the key is for Burrow to get to at least 28 to 30, and then Diggs can just have an okay game. I don't know if I – I can't expect to win with a 21 from Burrow, 21 from Diggs. I just – I think that's asking a lot. Like, I think Joe Burrow has to have not a good game, but a great game for me to have a good chance to win. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right there with, uh, with Burrow. The QB points – tend to uh you know need to be accumulated for uh for this to happen um digs can score quickly though he can score in bunches sure. he's put up uh a 40 burger this season in uh, week two he put up 45 points that'd be lovely he's <laughs> been be... allergic to the end zone and uh he's he hasn't put up 20 points since week 13 yep. so so it's been some time but he has scored 20 points uh, this season more than he hasn't when he's taken. I counted earlier too. Yeah, yeah, I counted. I counted. I counted the same things. Uh, yeah, I listen again. I, <laughs> I, I do. I think it's possible. Sure, I think it's possible. But again, Tim, like I said to you this morning, that Mark Andrews garbage time killed me. Like those five to six points that Mark Andrews got just because the Ravens were uh, the Steelers were like, go ahead. 
like, you know, just, 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 just go ahead, man. Here's 18 yards. Uh, it's like, I mean, that stuff really hurts. It's like that stuff really will matter. Like, you know, it's like 32 is so much different than, I mean, obviously that's so oversimplistic to say, but it's like at that point, Burrow could have a 22 point game and then Diggs just has to be okay. Like, you know, it's like, so garbage time might kill me, which is fitting that garbage time will kill me. Like, so uh-huh. say. Andrew's got that bonus point at a hundred uh, receiving I yards. I know. I was watching. I was watching. Oh, I, took, boy, I watched that I, I bonus text, point. Watch I out for that bonus garbage point. time bonus points. <laughs> I texted. I texted Adam at like eight Eastern last night. I said I'm. I'm not watching the game. I'm gonna watch Jingle all the way. With <laughs> and I did, but the movie's only ninety minutes, so it was over before the Steelers Ravens was over. And I turned it yeah. just in time to watch Mark Andrews get bonus points galore. It was awesome. Uh, uh, well, here, here's the good thing about garbage time tonight is that uh, you've got one player on on each team so you're gonna have it for at least one team even if it's a blowout unless unless it's 41 three i mean the other thing is like you know i don't know like joe burrow could break his leg in the first oh boy here we go here we go like like now you've got it well no i mean you've really cursed him now (laughs) well no don't don't drag joe burrow down with you yeah yeah into your to your i was was trying i i don't this this is probably the only one i shouldn't say a lot i was trying to reverse jinx kirshner all day yesterday like i wish him congratulations at like 1 30 eastern time adam sauter adam sauter was still sleeping and i said congrats to like uh mike kirshner like you know like this this uh, does not work i was still in bed yeah this does not work and it's and it's only annoying yeah it's my yeah. it's my move until it isn't. It's my, like well you know. now we know now we know why you're losing these championships. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, Tim, you guys do it. You, you guys do the Costanza. Do everything opposite of what you feel you should do. Tim did give me a serious like lecture like a decade ago when I was still like kind of a kid. And he was like, Ryan, maybe the problem is that you don't think you're gonna win these title games. And no. I'm like. I'm like, I don't think that's how it works, but well, I don't know. I think we, we talked about it, uh, briefly earlier. I think you used to draft like a, uh, a bunch of Jacoby Myers and not like swing for, uh, high upside. I've been swinging lately. uh, Yeah. The past decade, you changed your, your strategy and you've, uh, you've been better in the regular season. However, you've not experienced postseason glory yet. No, I, at this point though, I probably have to have as good a postseason record as everybody almost probably other than you two. Cause I make it here quite often. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, so, uh, it's really just confounding. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Again, we'll see what happens. I do. I think I have a chance. Sure. None of this matters is the other thing. None of this is important yet. It's really important to me. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all in God's hands now, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, well best Uh, of luck tonight thank you Um, thank you prediction oh i don't think i'm gonna win i I, you know it's like it's gotta be as heart-wrenching as possible right so it's like yeah i I think that mark andrews bonus (laughs) point i almost think this is great this game one because it's, I just the two teams are great teams, and I think it's going to be a great game, and I'm excited to watch it. Thank but you. I'm almost more excited to watch it, knowing that it, that that my championship is not on the line. Yeah. And, but but yeah, I know Popola is sitting there. 
Krishna will probably already be in bed because he has three kids. He's the first he was, person to ever have children. He was watching the he was watching the Nuggets and the Celtics last night. Like I didn't watch last night's game because I was scared out of my bleeping mind as to what Mark Andrews would do. This guy just wanted a nice leisurely night with the misses and watched a meaningless January one basketball game. Those are actually like, two very good teams, though. The yeah, Nuggets, I, 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 yeah, I'm familiar with the NBA. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, why, why do I care about this so much? Is an answer uh, that I'll look. Because you haven't won, because you haven't won yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me answer that with another question. Let me answer your question with another question. Why the hell are you a Browns fan? (laughs) (laughs) I guess my whole life doesn't make sense. You're right. Yeah. It's Uh, like, yeah. Why? You're you're right. My, my whole life is just a big anomaly. Um, (laughs) we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, genuinely the last thing for me it's like 17 years is a long ass time you know it's like so when i think about it in that context it's like i think all of this as absurd i was so angry yesterday like like (laughs) like the third that third cousin's interception when he just seemingly threw it up without looking like I, I turned to my roommate and almost started crying like I, i was like devastated and like and so uh it's just like it's a long like it's 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 befuddling all of it's befuddling uh but we'll, well see what happens well i think the lesson here for those listening is that uh the closer you get eventually it's going to happen you know you you can luck into a win who know uh, you know again it's in god's hands what happens tonight and maybe if you're listening you already know what happened uh but something like your opponent benching josh jacobs is not something you had any control over and that I would say is luck in your favor uh, for yep. this very matchup. Um, so you, you get close enough enough times, it's going to happen for anyone listening. That's that's a lesson to those in dynasty leagues, uh, especially. I thought you were going to say you get close enough, you eventually die, and you don't do it. But uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, if nothing else. Uh, the the one bit that of perspective I have that is positive is like what a really freaking fun seventeen years and you two have become genuine great buds and like that's really the crap that matters but uh, <laughs> well, winning yeah, I, winning matters too yeah I just yeah. want one of those dumb ugly white polos and yeah. uh, like, you know and a trophy that <laughs> uh, Tim yeah. hasn't ordered yet yeah. uh, <laughs> yes I, yeah. I think the new league trophy is going to be one of those big hats. <laughs> that, that Brian Robinson and uh, other players have worn. Oh yeah, Jair Alexander had one on uh, yesterday in his yeah. post game interview. I, I uh, think the new trophy is going to be that big hat, and we, we can pass it around. <laughs> I, if I win, you, I know, I'm getting an actual trophy. If I win, <laughs> you, can, you can customize them. <laughs> uh, thanks for doing this, guys. It was therapeutic and a little bit sad. Uh, but yeah, well, thanks. All the same. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Uh, I wish you uh, the best of luck. This is going to be a lot of fun watching this game tonight. Can't wait. Yeah, uh, love you both. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, before go you go, pre- yes, predictions on the in the real NFL. Uh, who's going to win each conference and the Super Bowl? Ironically, I think the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, like so, uh, and then NFC is is tougher. Uh, I might have said the Vikings before yesterday. 
Um, but uh, it's probably I think I like a Bengals over Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Sounds pretty yeah. good over here. All right. right. Thank you very much, Ryan Popola. Love you, boys. For... All right. Love, love you, buddy. You too, good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Best thank of you. luck. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, here All we right. are. And uh, <laughs> we are uh, back here. What a great, uh, what a great uh, pop in from Ryan Popola. That was a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, He's really so get the... nervous. He's you so do. nervous. And you really get the full spectrum of the fantasy football experience. Um, and this is, uh, you know, why we do what we do in playing a, a completely uh, me- in a meaningless league. <laughs> that, that so for some reason means so much. It's so weird. You know, it, um, it's so funny because I feel like when I used to tell people, like, you know, when fantasy football was still really big, but not to the point where it's at now, where like almost everybody plays, um, you know, I would tell people, oh, it's not for money. And they look at me weird and like, oh, well, so what's, what is, what's the point? <laughs> but now when I tell people about it and tell them about the lore of the league and how long we've been doing it, and it's a keeper league and the trophy and all this stuff, they're like, oh, actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. Because I think a lot of people do play. And I think people play sometimes over these big money leagues. And they like when they lose or like when the season's over, they're like really upset and angry because they just lost a lot of money. Yeah, And I was like, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Like, yeah, if you win, it's fun. But, you know, I feel like that's why we have so much fun because there is no money on the line. There's no, you know, if you lose, you can laugh at it and it's not a big deal. And I think, you know, for there being no money on the line, it's the most competitive league I'm a part of for the most yeah. part. You know, I agree. It has there. the most trades. It has the most active players. Um but you know, and I think it's going to become even better once we get rid of some of the dead weight this year. But I do think we should um, we should make it a money league next year for sure. <laughs> after I just say that, <laughs> well, you and your... after and after I've got four uh, fifth round draft picks. Yeah. Oh, and... yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the first pick in the draft. Exactly. Oh, is that do you, is that for sure? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got, I got a matchup that is ending tonight. This is the losers bracket and uh, I'm up by an incalculable amount. Um, and, uh, and he's got Dawson Knox, Devin Singletary and Jamar Chase. So for real, I think he's down. I think, yeah, he's down about 80 points. Yeah. It's probably going to be tough to get there. Yeah. I think it's probably going to be tough. So I feel, I feel pretty good about that. And yes, that would be the number one pick in, uh, in next year's draft and three other fifth round draft picks. So this is going to be a, uh, a real fun off season and uh draft season for, well, we'll have me. to, we'll, we'll have to talk. I have a lot of keepers, good. uh, and you have a I, lot of fifth round picks. So <laughs> I think we should do open negotiations on the air. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe we can make it a segment. Maybe we can bring in some other, uh, <laughs> I don't know, league mates to. Uh, sure, sure. Go. That could be fun. We could have our off-season meetings on air. That would be interesting. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> to sort of everybody in a Zoom room. <laughs> hear uh, hear the these uh, ideas and things like that. Sure, that could be fun. Yeah. Um. All right, it Adam. Could, it could also be chaos. <laughs> yeah, I think chaos is probably probably exactly what we'd get. Um, all right, so if you were going to place a bet today, you'd be betting on the Cincinnati Bengals to win this thing? That plus uh, 800 bet? Yeah, I think that's yeah. where I would go. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Dallas plus 1100. I feel like that's a pretty fun bet. I just can't um, bet on them. Why? Because they haven't done it anywhere, anything yeah, yet? Yeah, and I just feel like they seem to wilt under pressure a little bit. And once again, Dak with the turnovers. Like, he's thrown a lot of turnovers this year. But He has, but much like the Chargers, as we were talking about earlier, they seem to have a really nice path to the, uh, sure. you know, through through the NFC. Yeah, and sure. It, look, it looks like it's definitely going to be Dallas at Tampa in two weeks. And, uh, I mean... I could see Dallas losing that game. <laughs> I mean, I could, just because it's Tom Brady on the other side, but Tampa Bay is a terrible team this year. They are terrible. They're not very good. But their defense shows up at times. As long as they're at healthy, times. their defense shows up at times. I mean, they had a really good week this week. Yeah, uh, they did. I could just see, I could just, that's the type of game I could just see Dallas losing. It's just what they do. And I, I wouldn't say that if if maybe Dak didn't have all these turnovers, then I would be yeah. like, well, maybe I could see them actually doing it this year, especially the NFCs. There seems to be a, you know, it's pretty open outside it of the is. Eagles. If, if Hertz is healthy, I think they're definitely the top team there, but yeah, yeah. I just, the turnovers scare me. Yeah, I, I agree with you um, there, but uh, they, they have played some close games, some stupidly close games. Like we were yeah. saying that Titans game was, a little bit too competitive for what it should have been um, the week before versus Houston came down to the wire. I think it was the week before, um, <clears throat> but they, I, I, I definitely think they're a better team than Tampa. And so if they win that and Philly locks up the one seed and things go according to plan in the rest of that, the NFC bracket during wildcard weekend, you're going Dallas to Philly, which we've already we already talked about like those teams playing divisional matchups that that would be pretty much a toss up. Um, I would say maybe slight advantage to Philly if uh, yeah. Hertz is, is on the field. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent at any points uh, in the playoffs and, and they've been losing uh, players as well. So this is yeah. going to be very close. If Philly makes it through the NFC, I'm just trying to look at who I think could get them. And I think Dallas might be the most likely team. I, I mean, I'd agree with that. I, I'd agree with that in the NFC. Um, I think the Vikings, I just, I, no. you saw, you just saw what they did this week. You know what? Yeah. But you know who a, a, a real dark horse could be? The Packers. Right. Oh, you know what? That would be fun. I, I'd actually, I'm actually kind of rooting for that now. Uh, Packers I am not or Lions at all. I, I would, playoffs. I would love for the Lions to beat the Packers. <laughs> I just don't see them doing it. Yeah, um, well, hopefully, and, if they do it, they get in too. I think Seattle would have to lose for that to, yeah. for Detroit to get in. Yeah, I think that's the case. But I think if yeah. I think if the Packers win, they're in, right? That is also correct, I believe. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just don't see the Packers losing that game, and I think they're real tough out, especially the way the defense has played the last couple of weeks. I just think. Uh, Man, it's as annoying I mean, as it is, as annoying as it is, I could see them being a very tough out in the playoffs. And I don't think any team in the NFC wants to see Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Green Bay to San Francisco. How fitting would that be? Because San Francisco beat Green Bay in their building last year. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's a tough game for round. Green. I think that is the tough, the, the toughest matchup for Green Bay in the first round. But, yeah. but they'd be playing with like nothing to lose this time. 
Oh, absolutely. It's just yeah, house they'd money. They'd be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. they definitely be dangerous. I think they could do it. And if they did that, then that would throw off the uh, Dallas-Philly round two matchup um, because then that would mean the seven seed would go to Philly. Yeah. Um, but what's also looking likely is that the Giants are going to Minnesota. Um, yeah, I think weeks. Minnesota wins that game. I think Minnesota yeah, I think wins it's that gonna game, be close. but it could yeah. be close and it's, it's for cousin. So who knows <laughs> yeah. what version you're going to get of him. Yeah. I kind of think it's about a ta- It's about even as I, as yeah. I sit here uh, two weeks uh, out. <laughs> um, yeah. They, and they play recently and it was a pretty close game as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think that could also screw up that uh, Dallas to Philly second round thing. But um, I kind of feel like if that's our, division round matchup or championship round matchup. I do think that Dallas can beat Philly. Otherwise I feel like Philly's got the NFC. Sure. Thoughts. Yeah. yeah I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, any bets for Philly that you would, uh, you would look at or, uh, so again, Dallas plus 1100. I, I don't think that's bad. What's Philly. Philly's plus 500. Same as the chiefs. Hmm. No, not great. Well, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Plus 175 to get out of the conference for Philly. Now, this I kind of like. Dallas plus 450 to be the NFC conference winner. It's not bad. Dece. It's Dece. Dece. Dece and a half. Um, but yeah, this I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens. Maybe um, if you're up for it, we can do another uh, another one of these. A playoff um, version. Yeah, yeah. This has been a lot of fun. I know we didn't do too many fantasy football uh, versions of the show this year. Hopefully, uh-huh. we can uh, change that up. Yeah, maybe um, if your your teams are better next year. Yeah, more. yeah. We'll I was just more. really focused on the props. You know, really, really focused on the props. Well, when your team sucks, you kind of have to focus on that. <laughs> I know. I think. I think one went the. Uh, I think I was too focused on the props for the team. It was. It, I let yeah. it go a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it happens. It did happen. It's um, to the best of us. But now you're <laughs> stacked. You're stacked with fifth round picks. So, uh, what do you think? Super Bowl matchup? Any any predictions here? You Bengals. Bengals Eagles. Bengals Eagles. Okay. I'm gonna do that. I'll stick with uh, Chiefs Eagles. I guess. I don't know. I do think the Bengals have a very good chance, though. And I think, again, whoever has to play two of those teams and do that is going to be battle-tested. And uh, yeah. as long as they're healthy on the other side of that, they probably do it. Agreed. Um, but we'll see. And uh, early uh, prop outlooks for Week 18. Again, Dobbs, Josh Dobbs, I think I think uh, decent, decent for yards. Think about that. Um, also, Christian Kirk, possibly, or... Uh, or Zay Jones over there for uh, the Jags, I think, could be really interesting because the Titans are very susceptible um, through the air. And uh, yeah. and Christian Kirk has been good when the matchup has been predictable. A lot of times Kirk's lines and um, slumps were predictable uh, based on matchup this year. So um, I'm really interested in that team uh, for this the rest of this year and next year. Oh yeah. We want to talk about 2023 outlook. Do you got uh, any players you want to uh, throw out there or, or have we been rambling uh, long enough? No, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Pe- players I'm excited about next year. 
I think um, Trevor Lawrence is, yeah. is a good one. Is a good one. I think he's a he's a guy to look at. Um, I mean, all the guys, uh, you know, the young quarterbacks, I think, are exciting. Justin Fields. Yeah, Fields been uh, playing amazing. Yeah, uh, he's they can trying get to him break some weapons. Record. Yeah, if they can get him yeah. some weapons and you know spend some money on the offensive line, I think he could uh, have a really big year next year. I mean, that potential with the scrambling. Um, it's interesting. I, I'm interested to see what happens with Lamar Jackson. Me too. I wanted to bring him up too because um, it it seems like, you know, he is contractless at this point after the season. Yeah. Um, and he sort of famously has been using his mom as his agent. Um, and I think this has kind of been a... a I guess a problem now because he hasn't signed anything, you know, what he was presented to sign was not good enough for him. But if you probably, if you can, if you take the Ravens point of view, similar to the dolphins, they're like, well, we, we have to have a a good backup because you can't stay on the field. Um, So I'm sure that's where some of the negotiations have uh, hit an impasse. I would guess. Well, Um, that would be an interesting team for him to go to Miami. I agree. I agree. And that is something I could see happening. That would be um, cool. Yeah. With, with those sad. two guys, with Waddle yeah. and Hill, come on. That would be unbelievable. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I That'd dream about that. I stay up I stay up late at night dreaming about that. Because you have Lamar. <laughs> I do. I do, yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe in him. I mean, and he was great the, earlier this season without any yeah. weapons still. I mean, he still throws to Andrews like crazy, but I I don't think his running is a – rushing is a problem. Um <clears throat> He's been getting bigger every season. He can throw it. I know a lot of people have complaints about uh, quarterbacks who run. They say he's just a runner and he'll never last. And I do think that's true to some degree. If you are a running quarterback, you probably have less longevity than a pocket passer. Um, And I think even the players have uh, sort of publicly started talking about how they want to transition into less running as they get older, similar to how Russell, Russell Wilson has, you know, worked his career, because I think from a, a peer and a colleague perspective, a quarterback, like, you know, a, a fields or something like that looks at what Wilson's done as something incredibly successful. He won a super bowl and he made a ton of money. Um, you know, again, from their perspective, they don't really care in what like the organization is looking like uh, yeah. after after like the Russell I mean, Wilson I think, deal. Which I is think these guys want to win. I think yeah. I think a lot of these young guys too are, are you know, especially they're on a rookie contract or something like that. You know, they want to go out and play football, and they want to win, and they want to you know they want to do everything they can to help their team win, and they're hungry. And I think we're starting to see the cream rise to the top and like, obviously guys like Zach Wilson fall out because they're not hungry or they're not doing everything they need to do to win. Cause you see these quarterbacks, you see fields, you see Lawrence, you see them get better. You know, you know, they're talented, but you see them get better in the league. And I think that's really important. And the guys that you're not seeing improve, it's tough. You know, I mean, I think, you look at a guy like maybe like Daniel Jones, you haven't seen him improve a ton, but you see him succeed in that system. So that could be a talent part, but you're still seeing him succeed in that system because he's putting in the work, he's doing that kind of stuff. And you're seeing a lot of these great, I mean, like all these good young quarterbacks, you know, 
even guys like Mahomes already kind of got have had success. Josh Allen. I mean, all these guys are what under twenty seven. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun. Yeah, it's, Lamar's it's, only twenty five. Yeah, it's great for the league, and you're you're but you're also seeing the guys that don't work. You know, the guys that maybe they made a mistake on, and I think a lot of it just comes down to work ethic. Do you just, you consider Zach Wilson uh, among those? Who, who so, far, so, yeah, far. so far, so far. I mean, it could be the team, but it seems like everyone on that team gets up and plays for that coach, Salah. Everyone yeah. seems to really like him. And then this guy can't figure it out. Or, you know, is obviously, it seems to be getting worse. Um, yeah, he's definitely in his own head at this point. And I think Salah um, was right to recognize that um, and kind of yank him and make, make him inactive for some games this year. Um, the team doesn't like him, and that's such a big part of it. The yeah. team seems to really like Mike White. Um, at least know, for now, or whoever comes by, you know, next, you know, yeah. that's willing to play for the team. I think it's just that hunger you get, you know, as a young player. And I think some of these guys have it, some of them don't. I mean, and it obviously comes across more in the quarterbacks than any other position. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, the young quarterbacks I'm really excited about going into next year. I don't know if there's any position player that's not already like hyped up, you know, like a Justin Jefferson or something like that, where they're already just kind of where they're at. Like Mm -hmm. if there's any young wide receiver, I'm really excited about for next year, any young running back. I think Brian Robinson could be a a good um, mid round pick next year. Yeah, I like him a lot. Brian Robinson from the Commanders. Um, yeah. Tyler Algier as well, I think, is has uh, been uh, showing a lot as a, sort of a big bruising back for the uh, Atlanta Falcons, a team yeah. who wants to run. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think he could be a, a really good guy. Uh, I mean, you know, I just, I just don't, I just think everybody kind of has something established. It would be fun to see buffalo get like a blue chip running back because singletary's had a pretty good year and he's an okay running back but if they were able to draft somebody or you know bring somebody in there that really worked because it i mean they trade for naheem hines and got rid of their rookie cook and naheem hines hasn't no, done much there no they didn't get rid of cook they got rid of zach moss zach moss sorry sorry yeah yeah cook's been playing uh well lately uh for buffalo and maybe he could actually, be the guy maybe he's I think that he's, guy yeah, I kind of think he is that guy. He's Dalvin Cook's brother. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I do think he's pretty good. I think he's going to be fine. Um, yeah, so maybe he could be the guy there. I think that's maybe a guy to look through mid to late rounds. I think yeah. that's pr- pretty. He's pretty exciting. Um, he's gonna be trendy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would love to say Chase Claypool, but I it's it's just it'll be interesting to see what they do in the off season. Um, yeah, because they have a lot of cap space, but. He's been banged up, but he hasn't shown anything in Chicago to make me think like, oh, let's get back on the Chase Claypool train because he had some great years. He had a great year or so there in Pittsburgh. He um, did, yeah. Where, where he, he looked really like he could be a number flashed. one, but and then yeah. when the, and then it just looked like he fell out of favor there. You know, they did, had iffy quarterback play, but he comes to Chicago. He hasn't really done much at all, and he, mm-hmm. he's been hurt the past couple weeks, but still like. I, It'll be interesting to see what he could be a guy that could be a late round flyer because he could be the number one B there with Mooney. Or if they get someone else, 
Um, maybe that frees up more space for him. I don't know, but yeah, you got to yeah. think that there's got to be a, a a weapon there next year in Chicago that's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, Fields guy. And I think whoever that is is valuable. Let's you know what? Let's uh, let's do another one of these episodes like next week or something, and we can. Um... We can go over the depth charts and yeah. uh, say who's played well this year and who and who ha- or who has it, who someone we're excited about or someone who, who hasn't. Um, because at this point, we can really only look at talent. Um, so much of the opportunity side of fantasy football is going to be dictated by what happens in the offseason. And sure. uh, the NFL is going to be more fluid than ever, I think, um, this offseason. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait for it. No, it's going to um, be fun. But I'm really excited in guys like Damian Harris. Like, where's Damian Harris going to go? I think he's really pretty good. Like, he could get a starting running back job somewhere. You know, someone like DJ Chark is going to sign somewhere else. Like, I think he's really underrated and could be sneaky. Yeah, um, it depends on where these guys land. You know, they could land in this opportunity where they're the number one. And, you know, they have all the opportunity in the world for a good team. You know? Yeah, So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think... The thing I'll be watching a lot is is what what goes on in Miami if they get if they try to go for another quarterback or something like that because there's a lot yeah. of talent on that on that team. I think you have to expect something to uh, to some moves to be made there for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But all right, everybody, thanks a lot for listening. I hope you enjoyed your fantasy football season, and uh, we are maybe we'll be back for you know uh before the playoffs start so that, that'll be our goal here and uh that'll be fun we'll talk about prop bets and we'll look at the players and uh the seasons that they had in 2022 thanks a lot for listening everybody we really appreciate it Take that bullshit.